Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Joining us on the line, hey, people who don't mind waking up earlier, I wouldn't be able to do it. The owner of uh, Farm Lifestyle. She's an agricultural economist and uh, she does a whole lot of uh, good work advising young people and, of course, advising people in terms of uh, where agri is going. Bupila Minyala, good morning this morning. Thank you for joining us, ma'am. Nice for you to wake up so frukh. You know, farmers don't sleep, so we're always early to make sure people have got food on their tables in the morning. Good morning, Mandla and the listeners of SAFM. Nice to have you. Do you have time to put on your makeup, though? I don't put on makeup. How would I put on makeup when I have to be in the field, you know, tilling the soil and running around livestock? You don't get time to do makeup and do your nails. You don't get time to do that. Hey, but you look beautiful, man. I don't know. It's a la naturel. Oh, it's just uh, you spend time in, in in nature. Maybe that works. Should yeah, give that's ad- nature for you. Should give advice to other sisters, I tell you. Thank you for joining us. And uh, senior, man- senior production manager for the Transformation Diary business, Amadlelo Agri, based uh, in uh, the Eastern Cape. Bralenat Mabungu Henda, Bavuan. Thank you for waking up. Mopilo, you, you, you are an agricultural economist. What is an agricultural economist? I thought economists just talk money, but uh, they talk a great too. Yes, um, an agricultural economist basically is an economist in the space of agriculture where we deal with um you know the the profit you know our our basic you know when you start an agricultural business we know that it's for profit making so we are there to assist to gather information to make sure that farmers do make profit you know gathering data on the market trends to be able to advise farmers on how is the products that they are producing doing in the market so that or if a person needs to start an agricultural business to be able to advise them if they need advice to say this is what is doing good in the market this is what you need to do but it also relates to the distribution of the product when you see what um, is in the store is because of the whole value chain so agricultural economists they are there to assist in that regard, to make sure that everyone gets to make profit because that's what we do in business, the farmers, and also to make sure that the end user, which is the consumer, get the best uh, at a reasonable price. So this is also what you do at uh, Farm Lifestyle? Uh, at Farm Lifestyle, what we do currently because I'm also interested in agricultural development, especially in, uh, in the rural areas. What we do is we are we're also a network of 10,000 plus, uh, compromi- comprising of uh, students and also farmers. So we do agricultural consulting services. We give agricultural con- um, advisory. We also do... Uh, business plan development. We do business plan development. We do feasibility studies. We do trainings. We do expos. We also mentor farmers so that they graduate from the state that they're at. If they're at a subsistence level, 
we make sure that they graduate to an emerging level and also to assist them to grow into being commercial because that is the main reason of going into business to make sure that you go commercial you don't remain as a subsistence farmer Brian Leonard, um, you doing dealing with Amadel Dairy Farms, as Bopilo uh, uh, spoke about uh, advising you know businesses as to where to go in. I think this is where you come in because you've you've gone the dairy farming way. Yes, of course. And how has that been? I mean, as an award-winning dairy farmer, you have one of those beautiful big cows that when they walk down the road. You know, you see older men, you know, rubbing their stomachs with satisfaction that, you know, I have. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, yeah, no, definitely. We we, we appreciate uh, people like uh, like Upelo that they're they, on the job that they're, they're doing because they save us a lot of time so that we can focus on farming while they're doing the research for us and give us the information that help us to make a correct decision to which product or which area of the industry that we need to focus on to because definitely it's a business and we need to know what the consumer needs and we need to produce the product that the people will want to 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 spend their money on and while we are busy striving in terms of uh, pushing our cost of production down so that the people can get our product at an affordable price and yeah, definitely it is. It is important for for, for the guys like uh, like like him to join hand and work together with us. Uh, to, to, to both of you, COVID nineteen is here. It must change the way you do things. It must push you to start thinking. How do we do, do things going forward, Bupila? Yes. Um, COVID nineteen being here is it's really affecting a whole lot of farmers. Uh, I would give an example with uh, the shortage of inputs that most of the rural producers or farmers are actually experiencing because apparently more than 80% of our domestic fertilizer demand and more than 90% of the plant production chemicals are imported. So with uh, the movement restrictions that we are currently facing, it actually affects the agricultural production because the availability and the supply of uh, disruptions and the logistical and distribution challenges that we are facing is greatly affecting on the agricultural production. And now the closing of the schools, you know, because, you know, with the feeding schemes, they get their produce from the farmers, the local farmers, and the limited operations that we are actually facing of restaurants and grocery shopping have also reduced the demand for the fresh, fresh produce. And with the current purchasing power that is negatively affected. That means people will have reduction of expenditure on the most on most of their household items, including food. And this has resulted in reduced demand for food which hit farmers very hard. And in this time that's we also need to think out of the po- out of the box to say, here's COVID nineteen, what is it that we can do? Because with farmers, the rural farmers actually their reduction also in off-farm income has propelled them to mostly stop production, which resulted in a lot of job losses. Now they have to think, what is it that we need to do? Should we limit the production? Should What is it that we should focus on? Now that is the problem, but with the current um, situation, the farmers, I've seen a whole lot that are actually now thinking out of the box. What they do is 
within an area, they do bulk uh, selling. They uh, combine their produce to be able to sell. And in that way, they still try to maintain their profit margin. Brandonard, is, is it the same for you? Obviously, uh, uh, reduced demand and all that, and also stockholding um, cost, as it were, because, I mean, you've got to hold on to your product until such time that uh, the, the demand is there so for you to uh, send it out. As, as a dairy farmer, that must present a mammoth challenge. Yeah, but to be honest with it, we need to face the reality. Sometimes, you know, to trying to fight things that you, you have no control over it, it doesn't really help. Definitely, COVID-19 is here, and there's a lockdown, and the time is ticking. It's un- unlockable. We are on lockdown. And then, uh, but we need, what is more important, we need to think uh, on our focus on a life after the, this pandemic, that we definitely need to be there. We need to be gearing ourselves up in terms of uh, what's going to happen in the future. And what I like about the, 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 the farmers, that the people that definitely think out of the box, they make, a, they, they make something out of nothing. Where there's a big bit, a lot of challenge, they're trying to make, make, come with a plan in terms of uh, what best they can do to utilize the, 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 the the the, the 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 situation the way they are so basically all i can say from for me now it is much more important to stay safe on the on this on this on this time mm. and then we need to yeah that that is much more important because i mean we can try to fight that what's going to happen you know but the most important thing is that we are definitely in a, experiencing a challenge and uh, we need to be happy that we are the essential, essential people we need to be happy and uh, appreciate that we are producing uh, food for the people. People that are staying home, they're not working. They have to eat, they have to wear. But we are, we are here to produce those kind of things, the goods and the, or the basic <clears throat> needs, what they need. And uh, that's what job that we're doing. And then, yes, the, the lockdown is a challenge. And uh, much more to the, to the small guys that are producing because, uh, on, a, on a lesser scale because, I mean, it is an issue. Their market is not there. It's taken away. It's they get robbed that one. But yeah. on the on the size, the way we are operating is much more on a higher scale. So we are lucky because of that. And then we we can still be able to 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 sell our products. And then it is uh, there is an opportunity now for us in terms of uh, actually because the the imports and the exports they are not there. So everything that produced locally. So we need to also to me I want us to focus much more on the opportunities that are there and unlock those ones yeah. instead of fighting them. I think that's the key for us to be positive. Yeah. Uh, Bupilo, young people mm. getting... Obviously, there was a time when, uh, you know, farming and agriculture <laughs> as a whole Sorry. was not cool for young people and you had fewer young people going in. But it's nice to see that young people are getting in now. But the challenge is many of them are renting land which means it's going to take forever for them now to really truly own land and do some of the things they've always thought they would do is is that the case um honestly speaking manda um the land issue it's it's a problem in the country and it, it, it's really true that they will get they'll they'll take time to own land because with the COVID-19 being here, it's also a setback for them. Now it means that now 
as the land prices increases or if they want to own land, agricultural lenders, they now require a demonstrated track record of successful um, farm business management, which most of them don't have because they're still in their early years into the industry and they are producing at more of a smaller scale. I'm talking about um, smaller scale in their communal areas or in the rural areas. And with the transactions that are subjected now to already lengthy regulatory or approval processes, they may face additional challenges as a result caused by this pandemic and consequent backlogs. And it may also become more difficult to secure debt funding, financing in the future. And this impact, the impact of this pandemic may also require parties to consider alternative approaches to purchase price valuations and some adjustment mechanisms. However, now in the private equity space, there's an opportunity to exploit the market instability and lower lower valuations because funding, fund financing may also be attractive due to lower interest rates. But there is also a shortage of productive land and the lack of overall funding and support services may also hinder them to be able to own their own farms um, that will also result in them maximizing profit because the issue of leasing and renting is really not um, a good idea even though it's the best option currently since they don't own one but it's a problem. Leonard, obviously, you know, given what uh, Abu Pillar is saying, I'm, I'm thinking you probably would agree with uh, Minister Didiza when she says that uh, the farming industry needs to formalize their business so that, uh, you know, some of these obstacles can be overcome. Yeah, definitely. It is, uh, to formalize the business, I think, is very much important. But a formalizing business, what does that mean much more as a, as a farmer on the ground or as a business person on the ground? To me, the basic thing that you need to do that you can do is more to to keep your record and uh, keeping the record simply means you measure what you are doing and uh, by doing so it helps to know and understand the business dynamics but definitely i mean business is uh, it's about your risk and then uh, if you take a take a measured risk it is it's not it's not a, it's not a, it's not a it's no longer a, a, a risk one because now you take a more informed decision that actually helps him to mitigate those risks so we are going to be much more uh, successful. So it is important. It is very much important to, to formalize the, the, the debt. And I definitely support that because uh, without doing those things for measuring and keeping the, 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 the records, we can't make a, a good decision mm-hmm. that will ultimately unlock or make the, the, what, our, our capital to be a proper investment because we want the return out of it. And also, that will not help someone like Bupilo to be able to advise you accordingly if you've got no records to show. No, that definitely. That definitely. Now, uh, to, to both of you, obviously, you, you heard the numbers that uh, the minister spoke about, 55,155 applications for assistance uh, from the Coronavirus uh, Agriculture Disaster Relief Fund. Um, uh, Applications were gotten and only 15,036 were approved. And the breakdown of the numbers is that 5,494 were women, um, 2,493 were youth. Um, What does this mean in the bigger scheme of things, Bupilo? 
honestly, I would say I, I don't think that reflects um, the actual workforce or farm owners that we have. I, I believe that some could have uh, fell wayside because uh, due to the lockdown, um, so there were some movement restrictions, which means some of the farmers might have not been able to submit their applications. And, you know, the lack of on, uh, access to online facilities in some areas, it, it can also be, could have also been a problem. And maybe some um, were not approved uh, due to non-compliance, or rather, let's just say, lack of farm records, which could which could have provided an indication of the viability of the farm businesses or to actually show that these people are really farming. So, uh, and and this was just a much-needed intervention for all those um, small-scale or smallholder farmers and those communal farmers for them to be able to complete the current uh, production cycle. So, um, it's really worrying, but what is it that we can say? I mean, lockdown is here, so we will just go with the numbers that that they've been sent, but uh, I I really don't think that that represents the the workforce in in the agricultural sector, or rather the farm owners, or the um, the business owners. In in terms of uh, looking to the future, obviously things will never be the same again, Leonard. Uh, the protection of the farm owners, the protection of the production uh, that must continue, the production of the people that are producing the food, sanitizers, social distancing, market uh, masks and costs. Uh, how do you see it? Uh, and yeah, you, 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 you raise a very important question there. <laughs> you know, but like I said, guys, what is important Life, the rule number one to anything that we do is a safety, safety comfort. And, uh, you know, we can talk about the cost of uh, the sanitizer and the mask, yes, but yeah. what is important is the life that we want to mm-hmm. preserve. And uh, that is much more important. Uh, to me, our brother wants all of us to embrace that because it's going to be part of our life. And uh, we also have to look at the opportunity. There's another door which is open on the, on the, on the, on the, on the business. And, uh, yes, definitely. It's going to 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 generate, or the cost was going to be accumulate, accumulated, and uh, yeah, and then the and then and then and then to me, much more important to to the farm workers. It's more like everyone else, and they would need to appreciate the job of you guys doing as a media, in terms of uh, making aware awareness to go all out there for everyone on every corner of the of the of the country for us to to know about it. But uh, definitely, I'll still encourage or to to put the proposal out there because that the sanitizer now and the mask now become stuff like uh, the basic needs, which you need to be made uh, to make it, uh, much easier to be uh, to be accessed by, by 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 everyone. So yes, we can complain about it, but think about it, if you are really sick, how much the cost that you're gonna have to in terms of uh, getting your life back to normal which you then end up losing your life. But, like I said, fighting that you have control of it, it's mm. not, not, not going to help a lot. Now, uh, to, to both of you, obviously you, you heard the numbers that the minister spoke about, 55,155 applications for assistance uh, from the Coronavirus Agriculture Disaster Relief Fund. Um, uh, applications were gotten and only 15,036 
uh, were approved. And the breakdown of the numbers is that 5,494 were women, um, 2,493 were youth. Um, wh- what does this mean in the bigger scheme of things, Bupila? Um, honestly, I would say I, I don't think that reflects um, the actual workforce or farm owners that we have. I, I believe that some could have uh, fell wayside because uh, due to the lockdown, um, so there were some movement restrictions, which means some of the farmers might have not been able to submit their applications and, you know, the lack of on, uh, access to online facilities in some areas, it, it can also be, could have also been a problem. And maybe some um, were not approved uh, due to non-compliance, or rather, let's just say, lack of farm records, which could, which could have provided an indication of the viability of the farm businesses, or to actually show that these people are really farming. So uh, and and this was just a much needed intervention for all those um, small scale or smallholder farmers and those communal farmers for them to be able to complete the current uh, production cycle. So um, it, 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 it's really worrying. But what is it that we can say? I mean, lockdown is here, so we will just go with the numbers that that they've been sent. But uh, I I don't really don't think that that represents the. Um, the workforce in, in the agricultural sector, or rather the farm owners, or the farm, um, the business owners. In, the it, in terms of uh, looking to the future, obviously things will never be the same again, Leonard. Uh, the protection of the farm owners, the protection of the production uh, that must continue, the production of the people that are producing the food, sanitizers, social distancing, market uh, masks and costs. Uh, how do you see it? Uh, then, yeah, you, 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 you raise a very important question there. <laughs> you know, but like I said, guys, what is important? Life, the rule number one to anything that we do is a safety, safety comfort. And, uh, you know, we can talk about the cost of uh, the sanitizer and the mask, yes, but yeah. what is important is the life that we want to mm-hmm. preserve, and uh, that is much more important. Uh, to me, our brother wants all of us to embrace that because it's going to be part of our life, and uh, we also have to look at the opportunity. There's another door which is open on the, on the, on the, on the, on the business. And, uh, yes, definitely, it, it's going to, 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 to generate or the cost was going to be accumulate, accumulated, and uh, yeah, and then the, and then and then and then to me, much more important to to the farm workers is more like everyone else, and they will need to appreciate the job of you guys doing as a media, in terms of uh, making aware awareness to go all out there for everyone on every corner of the of the of the country for us to to know about it, but uh, definitely, I'll still. Encourage or to to put the proposal out there because that's the sanitizer now and the mask now become stuff like the basic needs which you need to be made uh, to make it, uh, much easier to be uh, to be accessed by, by 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 everyone. So yes, we can complain about it, but think about it, if you are realistic, how much the cost that you're gonna have to mm. in terms of uh, getting your life back to normal, which you can end up losing your life. But like I said. Fighting that you have the control of it, it's mm. not, not going to help a lot. 
would you both uh, advocate for a subsidy for these things so that, you know, because um, in agriculture, you feed the nation, you guys. You make sure that there's enough food. You are a big link in food security and all of that. Would you advocate for a subsidy of some sort for these? Because these are going to be everyday costs. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I, w- I would say, for me, actually, this is just a more addition to the biosecurity measures that in agriculture we- we've always had. Like, we, we have biosecurity measures whereby we use all these, you know, the disinfectants and everything. So this is just a little more addition on that. It's not that we're starting from the scratch. However... Uh, I believe that there should be a little subsidy to 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 such because um, there, there, this also impacts on the issue of um, reduced um, production. Yes, Bopila. Bopila just disappeared. The reception. So I'm still here. Oh yes, you yeah. were saying. I was saying that this is just an addition to the biosecurity measures that the agricultural sector is is having. In some of the activities, we have biosecurity measures, the likes of your disinfectants to make sure uh, that you always have your mask on when you are, you know, doing your, when you are um, applying, you know, your pesticides and your herbicides. So just that's a little addition on top of that. And really, we would also try to advocate for a little subsidy on that because uh, this pandemic has resulted in some of the farmers reducing their production and also reducing um, their own um, workers. So uh, the reduction in production also means the reduction in profit. And a little something from government will assist in making sure and making sure that um, those farmers adhere to um, those um, biosecurity measures and also this um, protection of the production and the protection of the labors that are working to make sure that the nation is fed. Yeah, whatever happens, we don't want no reduction in production because there's exports to think about. Hey, this we can talk for hours. I wish we had more time. But how do we get hold of you, my beautiful people? Because uh, there's a whole lot of information I think a lot of people would like to get from you and also uh, just the kind of advice as to how to deal with things on a day-to-day basis. How do we get hold of you, Bipila? They can get hold of me on, uh, there is an email address uh, that is info at farmlifestyle.co.za. Yes. And uh, the, oh, the cell phone number. <laughs> uh, the cell phone number that is strictly for business. Yes. Strictly for business. Nothing else. Uh, nothing else. No lunch, can, no, no lunch requests. No, no, no. It's, it's yeah. a lockdown. I don't want to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> For Strictly Business, uh, they can contact us at uh, 067. Yes. 191. 191. 235. 235. Or 081. Yes. 360. 360. 5850. 5850. Thank you. Bralanet? Yes, from, from my side, uh, I don't think I'm going to end up I'll end this uh, interview without mentioning base because... Uh, quickly. Definitely. Yeah, quickly. Quickly, the quicker one to the point, I work for Amadelo Agri, which is a group of uh, 
of a, of a, of a majority of a, a majority black-owned agribusiness. Yes. So that are operating the investor and the, my my to find much more about that, you go to www.amadlelo agri. Yes. Then you can get a lot more on that. And uh, for my personal one, my number is zero seven nine. Yes. Five zero nine. Yes. Three nine one eight. And my, my email address is Leonard at amadlelo.co.za. My beautiful people, power to you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And uh, you're such a great award-winning people, setting a great example. Much appreciated indeed. Let's get more young people uh, into the business because farming is business. If I wasn't doing what I was doing, I probably would be having meetings with you, just getting more information and more insights as to how best to do this. Thank you ever so much. Wishing you a blessed Wednesday. Thank you very much for